0: Welcome to Right Now Workshop podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host Kitty Buholz, and this is episode 92: Writing Retreats and Classes, an interview with Susan May Warren, coming to you on Thursday, August 9th, 2018. Now you may may remember that Susie May was here just a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about her new book, Stormfront, which I enjoyed very much. But when we were talking before the interview. I was telling her that I had found all these other things going on on our website, and I wanted to know more about them. And then we decided it was just too much information for one podcast, and so we would do another podcast. So that's what we did. We talked just a couple of days ago. It was so much fun that we were both just like hyper and you know how it is when you're talking to writers about writing. You just get so excited. So this is a very high energy, (laughs) excitement kind of podcast with an awful lot of talking and hurrying to get all the information out and not a whole lot of breathing in between sentences. We had so much fun, and I hope you enjoy listening to us talk about the really interesting things that she has going on as she runs writing retreats, teaches classes, has a membership site, has one, and soon will be more than one, writing book, and is as well. This is the most exciting and important part to me because you know I love time management stuff. She is doing this amazing planner that's for writers. but It's not just for your writing, it's for your whole life. And I've seen little bits and pieces of it and it's so cool. I totally cannot wait to get a copy. So we talk a little bit about that too. I hope that you enjoy it. Keep in mind that when this episode first airs, Susie May has just opened up to the public her last writing retreat that she's going to be holding in February 2019 in Florida. So if you're listening right now, like be sure to hurry up and get into the Uh, website page that we tell you about and get the information and find out if this is something that you want to do because it has limited availability and you don't want to miss out if it turns out this is something you were like, oh yeah, I totally want to do this. If I didn't live so far away, I'd probably be like, hmm, how am I going to like be the first one to sign up? (laughs) Well, so enjoy our interview. I hope that you're having an excellent day. Happy writing and we'll talk to you more soon. Today's guest is Susan May Warren. Susie May is the USA Today best-selling author of 65 novels with more than 1.5 million books sold, including the best-selling Montana Rescue Series. A multiple award-winning writer of contemporary and historical romances, romantic suspense, thrillers, romantic comedy, and novellas, she also teaches writers through Novel.Academy and LearnHowToWriteanovel.com. Welcome, Susie May. Hi, Kitty. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so glad that you're back. It was all we could do not to talk about all of your teaching experience when we were talking about your new book just a few weeks ago. <laughs> it, it
1: it was it was hard because I love to integrate writing and teaching and with all of the novels and so because it's so closely related. You know, you can't be a teacher without having done it, right? So writing is important, but then the teaching so they kind
0: of go hand in hand. So yes, but but we did it. We were, we were champs. Yes. Yes. We were focused. We need to get to the end of this book and then write another book. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, But it's good. Thanks for having me back so we can chat about other things.
0: That's right. Excellent. So glad you're here. So you have 65 books you've been writing for more than a year or two.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been writing for about 15 years now.
0: Fifteen years. Okay, so tell us how did you get into the teaching side, and then just let us know you have so many different things that you do in the area of teaching writers that I just kind of want to let you go during this episode and just tell us because when you and I were talking off screen before, I was like, oh my gosh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. So <laughs> I just want to let you tell listeners all about what you're doing.
1: Sure, sure. Glad. Well, thanks for that. Um, I uh, so I started teaching I love to teach I love to help people so um, I'm a you know I'm a helping bunny I like to come alongside people and encourage them and I I love to see dreams come true and I think it you know my teaching side really came out when I was a missionary I did a lot of teaching as an English language teaching English as a second language and really started to realize I really love teaching Um, so when I became a writer I for myself, I had to learn, how did I get the story on the page? Because there is a a system and every writer has to come up with a way that they write their stories, right? So that's why there's all these writing books out there. You read, you know, all of them and and as many as you can. And then you pull from them the things that work for you, right? Because not every system is going to work for every author and not every, you know, so, I mean, you can buy books that have a system, but then your brain works differently. And so, so what I did is I pulled from a number of different books. And then my own research, so I was an English major, I knew a lot about how to put stories together. I was also a homeschooling mom. So I knew how to uh, teach kids because I love to be a homeschooling mom. But I was also really interested in how to develop my children into you know, capable, strong human beings. And at the same time, I was writing novels, which is very much like developing people into capable, strong human beings, yeah. and so so I took a lot of this stuff and I created my own system for getting books on the you know stories on the page, and um, it, it it were piece, it was pieces of others, but but a lot of it was simply my own development of how I saw a character coming together. So, what happened was that I uh, early on I, I developed the system for myself because it had to have a number of things. and It had to be able to put a story on a page that was multi layered and compelling, had to have a great character and a great plot, you know, a theme, all of those things. But then I also had to produce on a regular deadline because that's how you get paid, right? So, so you earn a living by meeting your deadlines and so that you can get paid, <laughs> right? So, whether you're indie author or a trad author, you, that's the big component. So understanding how that all went together was uh, kind of a learning curve for me. Um, But I but by the time I hit book five, I kind of figured that out and was starting to really develop those skills. Well, when I was – so I immediately had joined an organization called the American Christian Fiction Writers. And I really think that people need to be involved in organizations if they're writers. I've been involved in a numerous, numerous organizations over the years. And um, it's where you meet other writers and you, you grow your craft. Well, um, I was on the board – Within a couple of years because I was like member number, number twenty four when it first started, and wow. um, they needed teachers for it so they were we were having a conference it was I think our second or third conference, and we had a teacher that dropped out, and so they called me and they said, "Could you teach your basic storytelling techniques at this conference for free?" Right. <laughs> I was like, sure, so anyway, but you know, I was on the board, so I was like yeah, sure of course so I, so that was the first time i had de- I developed a comprehensive beginning from idea to finish novel kind of course and I presented that and it was a huge hit much to my great surprise and delight and so then I thought well maybe I should break this course so people had missed it and they said oh we want more so I said I'll break this course apart and I created a uh a website at the time it was called my book therapy now it's called learn how to write a novel and it basically took that course and broke it up into little pieces and so that people could follow it and grow their novel throughout the year and of course it was just a free blog well after that people started asking me would you please look at my stuff and critique it and give me feedback and my time is valuable so I said yes but I can't do it for free so I started charging and I started doing private editing brought on some other people that I trained to help with some of that because it was starting to get too big and out of control. Then I realized, well, maybe we need a membership for people to um, connect with each other. So we created this free membership site where people were connecting. But now it grew really fast to like – 3,000 members, and so then it got over my head, so then I had to bring in more people to help with that, and um, and then we realized that we were spending, like, a lot of money for the platform, and, you know, my husband actually came to me with our, you know, I think I'd spent, like, $17,000 one year on, on all this stuff, and he's like... You gotta stop doing this for free, babes. And so yeah. anyway, I was like, "All right." So then I started Novel Academy, and basically it was a, its a paid membership monthly that teaches people how to write. And and we've expanded we, from you know basic storytelling techniques to really advanced you know characterization, story world, theme, emotional layering. Um, you know, seeing tension, um, you know, all those kind of things. And since we have like over a hundred classes now and a hundred hours and we have a class every Thursday night. So in wow. and we do marketing business plan. So now we've really expanded because people with, with the, Change in the in publishing. There's a lot of indie authors now that need to understand how to create careers. Trad authors need to understand how to create careers. You know how to go hybrid, how they can work together. So about three years ago, I branched into being a hybrid author, and it just it, for one, it doubled my income, which was great. But it also helped synthesize my two audiences and bring them together. So it grew my audience base. Um, it made me. I was. I'm a very prolific writer, so it allowed me a lot of the space to write a lot of ideas and stories that I had over here that maybe weren't a great fit for trad. So then I was able to kind of plug those together. Um, So I have a lot of classes on how to do that and how to work with your traditional publisher and be an indie publisher at the same time. And so anyway, it's really, it's really grown. And so I, I I shouldn't say we have a hundred, we have about, 400 classes I believe but um, because we add some every we add every week and we've been adding every week since for 10 years So it's been um, a great organization. So so anyway, it's it's and it's we have all levels We have like beginning authors all the way to multi-published authors You know that are winning awards and on the seller list because we talk a lot about career and career planning but we also recently have been diving into um, inner the inner life of the creative, you know, how does a creative survive in today's world of business, you know, and how do you keep that balance? And, and then we also dived into like life, right? So you've got your creative side, you've got your business side and you have life and you have to do all three. And so we've talked a lot about how to integrate that. Um, we have actually a new thing coming out, which I talk about a little bit, but, um, but it's been really fun because um, I've been able to, so, so after that initial, you know, class that I taught, I started teaching a lot. I didn't realize that this was a big deal, but it was. And so then I started teaching all over the the world um, and trying to, you know, teaching people basic writing techniques, but then moving on to advanced writing techniques. And so I created some workbooks then to help people put that that together. And so there's step-by-step workbooks. And then finally, someone came to me and said, would you please just write the story equation, and the story equation is actually my method for getting the story on the page. And basically, it's it's not really an equation because people are like, "It's math," and I'm like, "It's not math. Trust me, I can't do math. I don't know math." So, but it's it's actually more like a Venn diagram, you know. But it's in the mathematical world, so you know, it's like, like whatever. So anyway, but we—it's a diagram, but it's a system for. Creating your character, so you start with a story seed, and then you create your character, and you dive down into the character, um, understanding who they are when they walk on the page, and we tunnel back into who uh, they—that decisive moment in the past we call the dark moment story—that made them into who they are today, and um, and then we we pull out certain elements like the lie, the fear, the wound, competing values, greatest desire—you know—some of these things that then. Um, go towards creating a plot. So it's a way for you to start with a story idea go to character Create your character and then put those things to create your plots so It's a really cool way to plot as well. So and there's other authors out there that um, so, so This book came out about five years ago um, but it, I've been teaching it for about 10 years at least. And so, but recently there's been some other books that have come out that that really um, sort of use the same technique. Um, I think that uh, the story genius has similar elements. Um, I use a faith element in mine as well, um, because I believe that a great story also has a spiritual element to it. And it doesn't have to be a, a Christian element. It can just be sort of a faith journey, uh, you know, connecting with that deeper part of a character. Um, but I. Right, integrate that into the um, story equation as well and then there's like something called a wound thesaurus that came out that is kind of helpful for people i would it would have you i would encourage people to actually read the story equation first so they or they could get both at the same time so they understand how wounds work but it's actually a great resource for exploring well, what wounds could my character have but you have to understand how wounds work in your character's care journey before you can really use them to the best. So they make good that make, those are good companion books. The story geniuses are a good book. They don't go, I think as far as we do in terms of points to vote, but those came out after the story equation and it was kind of fun to see that. Yes. Other people understand this, the story equation theory um, because I really feel like that's what the heart of the story is, is understanding your character. People that write plot driven stories, I feel like they have been missing the point because it's really about the character and how they change and grow. And if you really look at story, at characters, like even, even the Born identity, it's, it's, people would like to say it's about the plot. It's really not. It's about Jason Bourne and how yeah. he goes through all of that. Um, you know, and so, so, or even, you know, Independence Day, it's about the characters. Um, Uh, all the Jack Ryan um, movies about Jack Ryan. I mean, it's, it's, you you, you can't, a plot is only as good as, as how much we care about the person they're acting in the plot. And that is the character, right? So
0: even die hard, you know, if they, if he didn't have the police officer to talk to and the the limo driver, it just would have just been a bunch of action about things that I don't care if this building burns down or.
1: (laughs) Right. No, that's exactly right. And so, so you have to start with characters. So that's what we do. So I, so I made a book and uh, put it out there and it's been really doing well. So it's, and it's just a short little $10 book. It's nothing big, but it's the foundation of all great story crafting. And it's really easy to consume, really easy to consume, but, um, cause it's really easy, simple story, you know, kind of layout. So it doesn't even take very long. It's, or something, 200 pages, I can't remember. But anyway, the point is, is that it gets to the heart of the matter and then all the other things are sort of add-ons to that. We have a little mini course that goes with that. We have... um, other books I'm working on a book right now called the Scene tension equation so that people understand that now that they understand that plotting let's dive into scenes. How do we create scenes that have great tension in them? And uh, so we have tension on every page of some sort and we turn, we make readers turn the page. Yeah, you know, yeah, so, exactly. so, so, <laughs> so, yeah, So anyway, so I, I have a lot of products out there, but my, my, my heart is in my weekly teaching. So I, I teach every Thursday night, and um, and honestly, there's other things I could do with Thursday nights. I, I swing dance, and so we in our swing dance group meets on Thursday nights. So, oh, you give that up. So that's okay. But I've been doing this for so we find other places. So it's like I I, I really love teaching, and I really love helping writers um, put stories on the page. And just we have this uh, once a month we have a feedback time where they will send in submissions and then we will give them live feedback. It's all anonymous. And it's one of my favorite nights because I can actually dig into their story and pull out pieces of it and it really helps them. And, and so I really love that part. We also have a program called the story crafters program. That's more of an in-depth one-on-one kind of program where you go through a course. It's a 40 lesson course and you send in homework. And I, respond to your homework so it's more of a one-on-one kind of um course it's actually really cheap but um but it's a way for us we only open it once a year um I mean it is it's open at a higher price right now but we open it sort of at a discount once a year in January just to get you know to let people join and it fills up pretty fast so anyway but it's a great way for me to Really invest in people's stories on a one on one basis. Um, but otherwise, the Novel Academy has all the resources and people can write to me and I give them help and stuff as they need. So it's, it's a, it's a, wow. again, it's just a, I think the writing journey, one, it's very lonely because yeah. it's just you, right? So, so it's you, only you can come up with those stories. Now, you can have help and that's what we offer is help. Um, and you can have partners, writing partners. But at the end of the day, you're the one that sits in the chair dreaming up these characters, no one's gonna make it happen. So that's the one thing. The second thing, so because of that, we need feedback. And, and that's the other part, we don't know if it's any good unless we get feedback and we bounce it off other people and this sort of thing. So that's what we do. So in our weekly teaching, we also have a very active chat room. And so the chat room is happening while I'm teaching, and I usually bring on Rachel Hauk, who's my writing partner, and she's um, New York Times bestselling author. And she comes and we talk about topics together, and uh, and then we have a, a forum coordinator who's a, actually an award-winning um, Harlequin author, and she she does our chat room, and and you know we have you know, people interacting in there. They meet every week. They we know each other, and then every once in a while at conferences, they'll we'll have like a meetup. And uh, and so that's kind of fun. But it's a way for writers to connect in a way that works for them on their heart topics. I mean, there are some of our people that just do not miss a Thursday night and haven't missed it for 10 years. You know, like, yeah, there's just, you know, we have members that we started with us in 2008 that are still with us. You know, we actually have a very, it's really interesting. I I don't, we're on a membership site, but in a, you know, you have to be a member to go to school. Um, and we have courses that you can just purchase and you're employing members. So we have one off courses as well. But um but as far as membership sites go, there's always a lot of attrition. But yeah. we actually don't have in as much. Like like people will like maybe people will join and maybe two or three leave in a year. Like but we'll have like lots joined so it's been really fun because it tells me that we're giving people really good content that they really want and they don't want to lose it because what we do is we (laughs) we do this thing where you join at this rate and then that's your lifetime rate and so even if it goes up that's your lifetime rate as long as you are there and if you leave then you have to pay this so then people stay there. <laughs> you yeah. Yeah. So, what, so we have some people that started at the life chain rate when it. The lifetime rate was $12 a month and, <laughs> and it's 37 now. So, so they're like, no, we're never leaving. You know, kind of thing. So, yes, gonna. So that's the way it is. So anyway, but it's, um, and we do offer some discounts now. And again, you know, we have, we're going to have a membership drive in. September and we'll be offering a discounted membership rate at that time. So, um, so we make it try, we, we try to make it affordable for writers, um, but it's, and give them tons of great content and, you know, they have access to all sorts of lessons and stuff. So anyway, yeah. yeah it's, so that's kind of how novel.academy evolved. Um, I never expected to do that, but I really do love it. And, um, then learn how to write a novel started with, um, the story. The, you know, how, I mean, not the story, but the class um, on you know basic writing, and then that just blew up. And um, so we have classes, we have blogs every day on different topics. But you can go into the archives, and you can follow a whole course on how to write a YA novel, or how to write a thriller, or how to write a romantic suspense, or how to do the emotional journey, or how to write the spiritual journey, or you know whatever. So that now we've got you know we've been running it for ten years now, so obviously we have a lot of I think we have over a thousand articles on how to write and they're all like organized by question. Like, how do I get the scene on the page? And how do I write a hook? And how do I, you know, this sort of thing. So anyway, so that's been, so that's kind of the first step. So if people want to find out what we're about and yeah. get some great writing help and aren't ready to pay for it, then that's a great place to go because it's all free and very extensive. And, you know, you kind of get a flavor of what we teach. at Not- well, Okay. So
0: that's learn how to write a novel com okay and so then if you like that and you're like well I, I want a little bit more then novel.academy is going to have um, a few paid short courses and it has this membership okay yes. and it has and a it has have- a couple I'm sorry Oh, I was just trying to organize all the information. Like I said, it was so much. I was like, wow, and she writes so many books. How does she do this? <laughs>
1: so
0: it's part um, of the system. <laughs> right. So then so right now you have a book called Story the Story Equation and you're writing another book. Right. Another yes. nonfiction book. Okay, yes. and then there's something else that we're going to talk about in a minute because I'm super excited about that. We'll we'll just get to that in a second. <laughs> so um, so have we have we organized that that idea? Learn how to write dot com right. is like blog posts that give you. Yeah. So, there, yeah. So here's,
1: so if you go there, you're going to see blog posts, but you also can sign up for one of two, free little mini courses. One is huh. called the firing writers toolkit. And it basically is a jump in the water and see what this is like kind of thing. So it's three free course, three, free classes. And I think it's like, um, like things like dream killers, attending dream killers, things that people say to us that shut us down um, and how to get past that. Um, what it takes to be a writer, um, and I can't remember what the third one is. Uh, it might be first chapter, or something like that. So, uh, oh, I know what it is. It's what uh, what readers want. So it's um, how to give a reader what they want. And so that's, so, it's, so anyway, it's a little toolkit, and you sign up and you get a flavor of what we teach. And then the other one is for advanced writers, and it's got some a marketing class and an organization class oh, and a, oh. a ramp up your writing kind of class. So, so it kind of is for two different kind of, because we have everything and then we can kind of tailor what you're looking for and this sort of thing. So anyway, so that's for free. If you go to novel.academy, there's also, I think almost all the courses have a sample for free that people can, can listen to. So like, I know novel.academy itself has a number of samples. um, And then there's other ones. So you can, you know, you get a flavor of what we do there. A lot of courses. So like some of our courses are smaller or broken into smaller bits. Like, Fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, this sort of thing. But, but the novel academy part is a one-hour pep talk every week. And what a lot of people do, they download it onto their MP player, whatever, or their iPad or iPod or whatever, and they listen to it while they're driving or running or something like that. And then, I mean, that we all it comes with video as well. So, but they can just listen to the MP3, and then they can they can. So I have a lot of people that consume it that way after the back surface. it's it's kind of like almost
0: a- done. Yeah, so. wow. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm running. So, mm-hmm. though, though it's gotten to the point where if the podcast is really interesting, like um, Mark Dawson did one on GDPR and getting your website ready, and I just looked at it on my list. I'm like. Okay, I will either not be able to focus on running because I'll be thinking I have to go home and do this, this, and this, or I'll just forget everything you said. So, <laughs> some of them, I'm like, yeah, that's I need to actually listen to this in front of my computer. <laughs> yeah,
1: no doubt. There's there's definitely some that have, you know, like especially a business business planning class. We have like PDF downloads that people would want to fill out as we're talking, you know, or something like that. So yeah, definitely there there we do have those.
0: Okay, so then um, you were saying that the Membership drive is probably around September ish, and then you had something else that might be discounted in January. If people are like, I'm really interested, and since she happened to mention that, like, there are certain times of the year that the prices are better, is there which? which place would they go to to sign up and be notified of these sorts of things?
1: Right. So if you, if you went to learn how to write a novel.com or even Novel Academy and you, you picked any of the free courses, you would automatically be on the newsletter list. And then what happens is that I send out, I just send out an encouraging note to writers on Mondays, just, you know, something that's been on my heart. And, um, and then in the PS, I will tell people, Hey, we're having this special at this time or that, that we had opened up this, to, like we, like just right now, this weekend we had a bundle. Um, so we had two massive, two big courses. One was how to write a brilliant romance and how to write a brilliant romantic suspense. And, um, they're both six to eight hour courses and we bundled them and you got two for the price of one. And so that happened this weekend. And so, you know, so I sent out, so, in, so I do send out, so I'm not a big hard sell person. Like, I'm not like, oh, yeah, you know, I will, I'm, I'm all about encouraging people on their journey. So, so I send out an encouraging email, I put a PS in, I leave it at that, you know, maybe we'll send out a little reminder, hey, you, you might have missed this or whatever, especially if it's a great deal. But I just feel like, you know, people will get what they want and what, you know, what they need. And I don't need to sell them hard stuff, I can make stuff available. And if they want it, then perfect. And if not, and we have a lot of free stuff that maybe they want to consume there. You know, everybody's different and learns a different way and has a different budget, and it just depends on what fits them.
0: Yeah, yeah, that sounds an excellent way to do it. Now, at the time that we're talking, uh, it's um, mid July, early early to mid July. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like it's yeah. the tenth. It's the tenth of July. So early
1: to mid July, right. <laughs>
0: So, so the bundle that you were talking about, that was like a 4th of July weekend special or something. Okay. But at the time that we're airing this broadcast, it'll yeah. be the, the 9th of August, I think we decided right. on. And exactly. tell us what the, what the big thing is that new people can find out about that just happened by the time it's the 9th of August. Right, right. So, okay. So
1: actually there's, I'm going to tell you two things. Good. So, Um, So the first thing is, is that we um, every year we have what's called the Deep Thinkers Retreat. And what we do is we give an opportunity for people to come to Florida in February and dig their toes into the sand. And then we spend time together as sort of a nucleus of working on their story. And it's a very intimate group. We only have about 17 people. We stay in a massive house. Um, It's a beautiful, elegant beach house. Um, It's about a block off the beach. It's got a pool. Um, Usually it's pretty warm, Um, not always, but sometimes it can be. Um, What we do every day is we spend the morning talking about elements of story. So usually I teach the story equation. Uh, We talk about character layering, scene tension, this sort of thing. In the afternoon, we brainstorm stories and we give people a chance to write and get feedback. And so it's a really great way if you are looking for feedback on your story and you are, you know, wanting to meet. So it's me and Rachel Halk and um, a couple other people that come in and we, it's usually Rachel and I each have a group and then we dive into their stories. So it's a way for people to get that feedback, but also get honest um, help. Um, you know, we say, your character's not working here. Let's try this. You know, and we really dig in and, and we really love it. So the good news is, is that we have that on every, we have that in February and it's a great way to, digging together the bad news is, is that it's our last year so, oh, <laughs> so no. yes this is our very last retreat and that's because we've been doing it for 10 years um, and the truth is is that rachel and i are very just gotten busier and busier and we yeah. struggled to make it out that time so it's not like we don't we, it gets filled up quite quickly um but we felt like we were every year was it was becoming a bigger it was becoming harder for us to to you know scrape off the time and that's yeah. good. It's good news to be busy um but it's bad news that we can't have that so we're we are debating on what we could do to fill that niche in the future like if and as the needs arise um but this is our last year so if you've always wanted to go to a retreat where and it's five days it's ladies only in the house we do have gentlemen that come but they stay off site um that's just my thing i like it's a big sorority is what it is yeah (laughs) and and, uh and we have um and it's uh it's february um and i was gonna bring the dates it's like the february 21st uh, people arrive on a thursday night and then it's friday saturday sunday monday tuesday and they leave on a wednesday morning and okay. so um so the dates will be on the site but it's the last week in february always so and it kind of overlaps a weekend so you don't have to miss too much of your work life if you don't want to so anyway it's um but yeah it's 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 we're really excited about it we are sad that it's our last one it's going to be quite that. Quite the to do this year because we got some extra things planned. In the evenings, we watch movies and we dissect them and talk about what works and what doesn't. And every movie has a different point to it, so we build that into our teaching as well. So um, I do wreck movie watching for people forever after that because then they're like, "Oh no, we can't watch a movie without doing you know my thoughts about my book therapy and the story equation." But this sure. is why I, 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 Kitty, and I were talking before the show about a couple of movies we saw and we thought, you know, we said all producers need to let authors watch the movie before they put it out there. Cause then we can help them fix some other holes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we had to like, do it all, you know, in a book. Right. So yeah, it was just our brains. So anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so we do enjoy that. So anyway, so that's our first thing is that it's up for sale now. Well, if, we, if yeah. today, is t- today is August 9th, it is up for sale. <laughs> yeah, now. Right. And, um, and I don't know at this point how many spaces are left, but um, we are opening it to the public today. So anyway, if you'd like to join us and get, dig in for this last epic retreat, um, go to com. click on retreats, and it will be the, first, the only thing that shows up there. So um, I'd love to have you. Or you can always email um, me at retreats at mybooktherapy.com. So, but Kitty, you'll have that in the show notes, I'm sure. Yes, so. yes. So so that's the first thing. The second thing, and I'm really excited about, I don't know if I should talk about it now, or if we should wait, you tell me. I'm just going to talk about the planner that we're having.
0: Yes, that is the thing that I was like waiting to talk about this. Okay, so okay. I just have to say, before I um, interviewed you the first time, you know, I was going through your website, doing, you know, a little background so I can sound like, an intelligent interviewer and I'm like a planner (laughs) and then we couldn't talk about it because that's not why we were talking but now we can talk about it because we're not talking about Stormfront which is an awesome book which I told everybody it was great and now we can talk about the planner so tell us (laughs) okay so
1: we um so over the course of my years I have had lots of planners in my world and they're all i all you know purchased them from different people i had a barnes normal planner and i had a spiritual journey planner and i had a entrepreneur planner and people all these planners and i start and i would carry them around and i would get so frustrated because they they all had little things that i needed but none had all of it and like i said i have this system for getting stuff done so over 15 years i've written 65 books um i've you know sold 1.5 million i've started actually three companies um you know and i'm plus i had four children which i and i homeschooled two of them um you know i'm a wife i'm a mom i volunteer in my church you know i do all of these things and people would say to me how do you get it all done and i was like "I just do it but i did start to realize along the way that i do have a i have a plan and i have a i have a system and it's not a system So my big thing in life is I want to enjoy my life. I don't want to be ruled by my to-do list. You know, I want to get stuff done, but I want to do it. There's a rhythm to our lives and rhythm to our days. And I want to leave room for incidental situations. You know, someone comes over, my neighbor comes over and wants to talk to me, I'm going to leave room for that. My kids call, they need mom. Of course, I'm going to leave room for that. You know, so I don't want to be a slave to the, to the to-do list. And, and, you know, there's, articles that talk about, you know, entrepreneurs need to work, you know, plan their day in 15 minute increments. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I That's craziness, especially for creatives, right? So writers need space. We need space to write. We need white space in our heads. We need time. You know, we, we, need, we need physical space, you know, all of these things. And so it doesn't work for a writer to be like, okay, I'm going to write for every, you know, the 15 minute increments. So what I did is I said, okay, what is my system? And I started teaching my system about five years ago um, called building a writing empire. <laughs> and, I and, and, and I talked about different kinds of empires. What can, what can you consider as an empire? And everybody's empire looks a little different. But I talked about, okay, now how to strategize, how to create a business plan, how to be intentional about that, but then also how to get it done. So a lot of you know empire building is strategy, but also tactics, right? and yeah. so so i started teaching strategy and tactics and then people came to me and said this is fabulous but how do you keep it all together and i started like looking at my, my three or four planners and i'm like well this i keep it in this mess here yeah. so, so then i realized Susie, you've got to go and put together a planner for yourself that helps people you know put that helps you so i created my own planner and I started using it and refining it. And, and, it, and it, what it did is it, it had the strategy in the front so I could strategize for my year. I had these what's called time templates, which allow me to block out time in my week that is not ruled by 15 minute increments, but rather chunks of time that is like, you know, or, you know move blocks that can move around as the week progresses. And then I have, you know, things that happen in those chunks of time based on my priorities and vision and this sort of thing. And so I use that. I use a lot of something called habit stacking, which is a really awesome tool to, to kind of do things rote that you wouldn't normally do. Like at night, one of my habits is I prepare breakfast for the next day, you know, and I figure out what I'm going to have for breakfast or, and, you know, lunch and this sort of thing. So that's already done in my evening routine. So in the morning it's done, right? In the morning I've you know, I have a habit where I like get up, take a walk and I, you know, my laundry gets done, my kitchen gets cleaned, you know, these sorts of things. And I do it by muscle memory and so by the time i sit down to write it i'm not using my brains to do that right i'm just doing it right so so i have this thing called habitat so anyway so i put all of these things into the so a lot of it's just preparation like you know meal planning so then so then every week um so you so then you plan out your months you have your tasks and then you do something every week and what i really love about our weekly planner is that it integrates the creative spiritual life with your tasks that you need to accomplish you know like for your you know, writing, marketing, this sort of thing, and then your weekly stuff. And we include your habits, we include your meals. And so it integrates the life of a writer, writing, business, and life, you know, meal preparation, you know, your daily habits, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so it was a way for me to include all the things that were essential to to me as a human being without having to carry around a ton of books. Now yeah. I do want to add, and it even has a journal section in the beginning. So I do want to add that it's big, <laughs> yeah. very big. Um, so, so one more thing, and then I'm going to talk about the one that's coming out. So at the end of our planner, we also have story crafting sheets. And so you can actually go and there's like three pages of story crafting planning. So it has the SEQ. It's got a, a what we call the Lindy hub, which is the plot. Um, part it's got the marketing materials and it kind of guides you through creating and so if you wanted to create three books in a year it would have those three things and keep it right there for you and
0: it's in the planner it's in the planner i just so. want to hug you okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. i've been teaching a time management class for about 10 years uh 12 any i don't know yeah after 10 you just start going i don't know but um you, you know how that is and uh there's, I've, I've learned how to milk every last minute out of all those 15 minute blocks and stuff. And I've been teaching other people to do it. But as I've been talking about on my podcast, the last couple of months, I've come to realize that the weirdness that I've been experiencing has a name and it's called burnout. And so now I need to think about how I want to change what I'm teaching so that I don't teach other people how to get into burnout. But I love this, this idea of how you can integrate all the aspects of your life without having, you know, like, this is my place where I write down all the personal things that I do. And this is where I write down all the business and writing things that I do. And then sometimes you're like, crap, I'm supposed to be at a church event at the same time that I'm supposed to be interviewing somebody for the podcast. And that's because they're on two different planners. Yeah. So I I love this idea, even if it is huge. And I think you yeah. showed me one um, yeah. when we were t- chatting before. So it's a big spiral bound, so that yeah. it always has the ability to lay flat, right? Yeah.
1: So, so this next, so, so we we did a proof of concept. So after doing this, I said I called up my. One of my assistants and I said, "We're going to do a planner." <laughs> and I went, "Here's what it's going to look like." And I had it all figured out. And she's really, she's a beautiful creative, and she understands art. And so, and I, I'm in love with the dot, um, the dot the dot planners, the dot grid planners, where you can like uh, bullet planners. bullet. That's it. Bullet planners. Yeah. I'm in love with those, but I don't have time to do the bullets. I mean, like, who has time right. to do all that stuff? I mean, like, seriously. So I'm like, give me a bullet planner that doesn't, that already has the drawings in it. And, right. and I wanted it to be creative. I didn't want it to have hard lines. I wanted it to be whimsical and yet, and have some coloring pages because that's what creatives need. But I didn't want it to be, unorganized. You had to be organized. So it wanted whimsy and organization at the same time. So she did it. She made this amazing planner. Well, we were, you know, it was coming close to Christmas. And I was like, you know, I obviously didn't have time to get it printed and all that kind of stuff. I, I just wanted to see if people liked it. So I published it in a bound thing because that's how i had always had it bound i never had it spiraled and oh. so so i had posted it bound, and we sold like a thousand in like four days it was crazy oh, and, nice. and and people became very rabid about it it was great and it actually continued to sell really well until even end of march early april you know and then it kind of petered out after that but we're still we're still selling them and um what people were doing though was was taking them to FedEx or whatever, you know, whatever, some staples and getting, getting them bound. Uh-huh. And and I realized, oh yeah, those lay so much better because they're so big, right? So, so then we were like, okay, group of concept, it works. Let's take that money that we earned from that and invest it into actually creating a great plan. So, we've spent the last six months redesigning the planner using the same concept as the as the whimsical sheets but also the organization and we have a brand new planner so we're going to be launching the planner pre-sales in Probably around July 9th or August 9th as well. So if you hear this, then you can go there. Um, the site is mybrilliantwritingplanner.com. <laughs> so it's kind of long, that. but it is. Um, and it's um, and it will. It's uh, has a, a cool cover. Obviously, it's spiral bound. It's got heart. It's got. It's it's eight by ten. So it's about this big. I wish I had one to show you, but I don't really have one to show you right now. Yeah. It's got a beautiful cover. Um, it's like I said, it's hardback. Um, And it's got tabbed pages that are thicker that you can color on so it's kind of cool And it's all organized and it comes with a course So anyone who gets it gets a class and a number of other classes on things like well first How to use the planner how to plan out your years the first one another one's habit stacking the other one is business planning another one is um, then I have some writing ones like how to get the story on the page and you know um, Dream killers, I think is in there. So it's like a whole class that you could tap into to use the resources that the planner is talking about and that's all comes So it's and um, so I'm really excited about the planners $49 so it's not a that's bad price really good. Yeah, what you get plus the classes it will go on sale, I think we're going to do a pre-order price and I'm not sure what that's going to be. It might be 39, but I'm not sure yet. So um, yeah. so until the planner starts to ship in early October and then okay. from then on. So anyway, I'm really excited about it. I, I really feel like it's going to help people that are struggling, like you said, with one burnout, because I really feel like if we, and that's what my big thing is, if we follow our joy and we start saying, okay. We can't do it all. Let's just be honest here. We can't do it all and do it well. But we can do a number of things and do those well, right? So we can do these priorities well. And so that's one of the things that there's these kind of dream boards on the beginning and and you write down your dreams. For different categories, and then you prioritize them, and I have like a way to do that, and then you take those dreams and you put them into your time template, and you look at how much really time do you have, and you yes. and you got to leave time to walk the dog, you know, hang out with your husband, eat your dinner, you know, whatever, go to church, whatever it is that's important for the other parts of your life, you got to leave that blank, so then you get a realistic picture of how much time do I really have to write. How much time do I have to market? How much time do I have to paint the house? You know, whatever it is. And you put that down and now you can make realistic goals and you can go, okay. And it's similar to working on a budget. You know, like when we have a budget, we're, and we, we're big Dave Ramsey fans, fans, you know, and stuff. And we've always done zero-based budget every month. So basically you allot your money every month and you spend it. And you say, this is how much money I have. And you never go over, but you also, if you go and you can go under, but you have the money there that you need. And so you say, this is just my money, right? Well, same with time. This is my time. And I, I can go over if I want to sacrifice something else. You know, I just have to move time from that thing. Or I can, if I, if I go under, I'll have more time. But what happens is that when you do a realistic time budget, then you're not stressed, you go, you don't end your day going, oh, no, I didn't get that other chapter written. Because you planned to just write this much. And you did. And you're done. Yeah. You know? So, I, and I think that there's a lot of freedom in that. And so, so, we teach people how to follow their joy, you know, prioritize, be realistic, set goals, and then, and then, and then we give them tactics on how to complete those. So, so it's, it is goal, oriented but it's not goal oriented like task list. it's yeah. more like big dream oriented i even have people instead of like writing down their tasks they summarize what they want to accomplish and how that happens we figure out sort of month to month but we don't make this massive test list at the beginning of the year where you're like i don't know about you kitty but i used to do this thing where i make my task list and i would just like lay in a ball and weep, <laughs> like yes.
0: I this, you know I was talking with another artist today. Um, I say artist because she actually is an artist. She paints and, you know, does art. Um, And we were talking about uh, burnout and burnout in Sweden and burnout in artists and creative people and that sort of thing. And um, she said that the other day she was just so overwhelmed with everything. that She wrote everything down on a piece of paper so she could get it out of her head and have a clear head. And then she hid the piece of paper. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I've had days like that. I would like to go back to not feeling that way anymore. <laughs> so, so I'm going to show you this is my
1: punch list that I made for one of my projects coming up, right? So yeah. you do have to write tasks down, but you don't have to do them all at once. You can take it and separate that out. And I think that's so so I think that's what I one of the things I try to do is I try to say what is the summary of what I'm going to do this month. What are the tasks associated with that? Instead of going with the tests, and then, I mean, I don't know about you, but like your friend, like I, I like will make a huge list and I'll be like, I, I need to go on vacation already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and also depending on, um, like if only there was some way I could get it in my mind and I'm sure that, uh, you know, listeners, there's going to be other people who feel this way too. Like, um, everything that you're talking about sounds so cool. And I love learning. And I'm like, I want to sign up for all of your lists and all of your courses and your membership site. It just sounds awesome. And then, um, but I also really love everything that Joanna Penn talks about on her podcast. And I'm totally invested in Mark Dawson's self-publishing formula and ads for authors. And, And then I look at these multiple lists and I'm thinking, okay, all of these things are good things. But, and all of these things have the potential to make my business um, grow. But I I physically could not do all this unless I stopped writing. So then you're like, okay, all these things need to be done using need very loosely. So what ones do I really want to prioritize? And what ones are you just going to go, this might never get done. And I'm just going to have to be okay with not being a Amazon ad aficionado or whatever it is.
1: You know, I think this is a problem that assaults a lot of entrepreneurs because we're all trying to create a, you know, a writing empire and everybody has a different way to do it. Joanna Penn is very wise and has done a great job. Mark Dawson is awesome and he's got a great job. And I belong to all those as well. mostly (laughs) so that I can learn and, and stuff, but I have, I have realized that one, I'm a certain personality type and my personality type hates doing little tiny things. Like I hate social media so much. (laughs) Here's what I can do with social media. I can take a picture and send it to my assistant. That's my extent of my social media, seriously. And, or put up on Facebook and, and, and I've realized that I need to do the things that I actually uh, am involved in. So like I'll do Instagram, I'll do Facebook. I don't tweet because I'm a terrible tweeter. I don't even read tweets. So unless people send me a direct message, I I don't read them. Um, I will, so Instagram and Facebook are my two and then my email. So those are the three and I call it the triad of social media. And I just say, you know, you just be present someplace and you can be present other places as well, but be present consistently someplace in your triad, right? And then then you can be present elsewhere. But I, I just feel like you have to, at some point say this is it this is all I can do and I'm, I'm I'm happy with my involvement in the world there's a you know a balance between pushing yourself so much to to be successful and saying this is as much investment as I want so someone recently so last year I was going to work with someone we were going to create a course called the novel career and it was a great course. We had it all ready. We actually ended up integrating it into Novel Academy at the end. But it was going to be a separate course. And it was going to have this coaching and all this other stuff. And I was literally ready to pull the trigger. And it was New Year's Eve. And my husband said to me, how do you, you seem so stressed? I mean, I had worked on it all that week. And I said, I am stressed. And he says, why? And he sa- I said, well, I've got so much on my plate with this now, a career thing, blah, blah, blah. And he says, will this bring you joy to do this? And I sat down and, and and he was like, are you happier when you think about doing this? Or are you just stressed more? And I was like, hmm. And I started to go back to my own prioritizing list and what I used to create my priorities, which is part joy, part easiness, and part um, financial reward. And I realized that it ranked very low. And I was doing it because I thought that's what people needed. I felt like there, there was a need for it, there was a calling for it, there was a niche for it. I saw other people doing similar things and I thought, well, you know, I have a lot to add. And, and there was all these good reasons for it. And my partner I was working with was awesome. And I realized none of this is gonna bring me joy. I'm going to be completely stressed out and I'm not gonna give a good product because I'm gonna be stressed out. So I canceled the whole thing, canceled it. And it was like this massive weight release I took all those classes, I put them into Novel Academy so people could still use them, and I, I was free. And it was fabulous because I realized now I have more time to write, which is really what brings me joy, and I can help these people anyway, and I put it in Novel Academy. But, you know, I, I think we need to ask ourselves that. Will this bring me more joy? You know, will this be something I enjoy? Because if we don't enjoy it, we're not going to do it well. We're going to be yeah. like, I hate it. And then we're going to do it poorly and we're going to let it fall off our plate. And then it becomes almost worse. It's almost worse to have a website that is not updated for four years than, than to have, you know, a bad, uh, you know, bad website. You know, I mean, what I'm saying is that if you hate yeah. it, you know, it'd be better to have no website is what I'm trying to say than to have one that is not updated for four years because you hate it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. So there's other ways you can do that.
0: That's brilliant advice. This is so interesting. And it sounds like these are the sorts of things that you talk about um, on uh, Novel Academy and and maybe you even had the occasional article on some of this stuff in novel.com also.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and almost every week we talk about encouraging. We have an, I have an encouraging post on Mondays and it talks about the inner life of a writer.
0: Nice, nice. This is really great stuff. Wow, so much stuff. I'm so glad that we got to talk about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks for having me. Yeah, is one full, full thing in itself. Okay, so um, so we'll wrap up. But in general, um, if somebody maybe is just starting out and they're just trying to think through, like, I'm not even sure what I need, then they should probably go to learnhowtowriteanovel.com and just see what's there and explore and read. Okay, and then Novel Academy is for people who are, I am writing, I may or may not be published, but I'm, I'm actually decided to pursue this.
1: Mm -hmm. and also uh, advanced writers that want to up their game if you are advanced writer and you're like you know i just can't seem to pop into those five figures or six figures or whatever you need that's where we come alongside and we'll teach you business strategy and marketing and all that kind of stuff too so we do have advanced stuff for people there so it's writing craft and business excellent novel career and novel academy
0: (laughs) okay all right and then we have the story equation book Mm-hmm. which will help you to craft um presumably better and faster uh, faster crafting of mm-hmm. the novels that you want to write right okay and then we've got the planner and that will help you to organize everything so that you're not stressed and you can still find joy in what you're doing right Excellent. And then probably there are um, ticket sales to a roller coaster ride or something as well. It sounds <laughs> like you've got everything. <laughs> well, you know, we like to work hard,
1: play hard around here. So, you know, there may be a amusement park in our future. Who knows? But uh, I
0: like it. I like right, it. I like it. <laughs> that's right that's right well i don't know where the where the uh, location is in florida but i did get to go to um you know and i know it's not called this but i like to say harry potter world when i was in florida last year and to me that is like taking a book and opening it up and being able to walk into it i was like oh my gosh it is so, so yeah very yeah You're, we went there and yeah. So, yeah yeah we
1: could have my book therapy world it could just be all okay. all book related that would be fun we'd have jane austen world we'd have like you know i don't know hunger games world <laughs> right, right. it'd be like a survival show <laughs> a survival <laughs> and, and,
0: ride yeah <laughs> and hopefully um, i in my version of Jane Austen World, there would also be at least one extra room that was Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. So, I mean. Oh, yes, right? I know.
1: <laughs> A little known, pretty good movie. I know. <laughs> right? It's on Netflix. It's actually really quite delightful. So.
0: <laughs> I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I was uh-huh. like, oh my gosh. That's like almost it. word for word, the line out of the book. Only yeah. they just Now it's about zombies.
1: Yeah, I know. It, it is. It's really funny. It's it's great. It's great. I know some of the zombie movies. There's another one called I think Zombieland, that's really I good. Think, yeah, yeah, that one. Is oh, oh, and here's
0: and here's the other one, Warm Bodies. I was just Warm saying Bodies, that one too. Yeah, Warm Bodies is a great zombie movie.
1: So okay. See,
0: this is what I don't even think it requires technology. We're on two sides of the world, and we're thinking about the exact same movies. Yeah. <laughs> Some sort of
1: neurological, you know. (laughs) You know, all writers, we think alike, man. It's it's the brain thing. I like it. We understand story.
0: That's right. (laughs) Susie Mae, this is seriously great. Now, I am going to have to go listen to the entire podcast again to get all of your many links. But uh, we're going to put all the links in here, including you gave people an email address. So we'll, we'll include that and we'll just say it again that was if they have a question about the retreats they can find out more answers at retreats at mybooktherapy.com excellent great great yes. and then um, we had learned how to write a novel.com novel.academy I'll give links to the book um, by the time this goes live we'll probably be able to put in a link to the new planner yes and, and, yeah. and
1: if people want I think there's a um, there is a way to download some free planner sheets, so we'll have some free stuff on there so people can, can try it out before they jump into purchasing um, just, to, just to see. But, yeah, there will be ways to kind of say, hey, does this work for me,
0: before you dive in. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy writing day. Yeah, it was great to chat with you again. I always enjoy
1: getting together with my friend across the world, hanging out in- <laughs> What are you in Sweden? Is that right?
0: I am. And I just think that you you and Rachel should give some thought. I'm reading one of her books right now, too. I think you should give some thought to, um, you know, the potential once every five year plan of coming to (laughs) Sweden or Copenhagen. (laughs) Like
1: your European uh, retreat over there.
0: That's right. That's okay. right. The European
1: writing adventure. <laughs> mm, I like that. You know, we could take a little tour group and we could like tour all different places. That'd be, that would that's be right. actually really, really fun. It <laughs> it would be. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to noodle on that one. So. <laughs> that's good. Well, no, this is great. Well, we'll definitely make Sweden a stop and come and see you. So, all right. We got it. Good. <laughs> good. Have an excellent writing day. Thank you thanks. so much for your help. Oh, thanks for having me, Kitty. This has been great. Thanks, you guys.